Hi, this is Samantha Newark, probably best known as the voice of Jem and Jerrica from Jem and the Holograms, and you are listening to Hellions Talks. Almost live from a library near you, this is Hellions Talks, starring the masked library, Kevin Hellion. He is the lauder of the long box, the hero of the hall, and he's on a mission to bag and board them all. Now the Retro Network proudly presents a talk show of comic proportions. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new edition of Hellions Talks. Kevin here, your host. And I am excited, I am gearing up, I am getting ready, and I can't think of anything else, so I said, screw it, let's just make it the point of the re- the this episode and some upcoming episodes. Let's talk about RetroCon. I am going, I've never been to a convention this big. I have been discussing recently about what conventions I've been to, and how they were, and how they played out and all, but this one, I was just looking at so many things and I have so many questions and I'm not quite sure how it goes. And I start looking online. I thought, okay, let me look. Other people have been there. Other people have done blogs. Other people have done videos. Other people have talked about their experiences, shown their hauls from previous years of RetroCon. Let me look at their stuff and get a a read of it. And I'm kind of doing this, like not really focusing on it, you know, multitasking, got TV show going too. And I'm just clicking on any link I see on Google. And a link comes up, I go, you got to be kidding me. Did I really go to this site? Did this really happen? Why am I looking at this site when I can just talk to the person myself? So instead of going to williambrucewest.com or westweekever.com now, I said, let me call up William Bruce West, have him on the show today, and I want him to tell me about previous experiences at RetroCon and we can talk a little about, bit about what will go on this year. He can guide me. He can lead me like he's done so often before in life. So William Bruce West is here today. Will, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, Part of me, I was listening to that and I was like, my website's on the Google machine? <laughs> I'm surprised it like came up for anything. <laughs> uh, it, it may, you know what? Um, I'm not sure what computer I was using. It may have been uh, a DuckDuckGo result. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, it, it's nice to be loved by the internet in e- <laughs> any way possible. Or, may, you know, it could be a WordPress thing. You're still using WordPress too, right? Yes. What kills me is if I don't post for a couple of days or, well, more than just a couple. If I don't post for a few days, all of a sudden I'll get the alert. Your stats are booming. I'm like, really? Why? And I think it's WordPress purposely, like, gets you more hits just to get you to say, oh, people are looking at my stuff. Let me use your product more. Hoping they'll in turn have you spend more money on their service. (laughs) I hadn't even thought of that. Like, I have gotten the, like, your stats are booming thing. And I'm just like, oh, great. I'm being hacked again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to get all this, like, like dual authentication crap. Like, I can't even blog now until it sends a, a push notification to my phone. Because somebody tried to, like, break in, like, 115 times over, like, 36 hours. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was a friend of mine who's like a, an actual blogger. Like she gets paid and stuff. She told me these like attacks are on the rise. So I was like, okay. So she taught me like it's this app called Duo, and it like puts a layer on there. So I was like, I can log into WordPress, still won't let me in. Like I can't get in if I don't have my phone. <laughs> but like to what end for someone to hack it just to take it over and then like ransom for it maybe maybe because i mean i'm not doing anything like important and it could be like by association that's why like i called her because she helped like build the original site and she's like really well known in the like asian political blogosphere and she's got enemies (laughs) so i was like are they coming for me from you 
Like guilt by association. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if someone wanted ransom for the site, it would depend on how much they wanted. <laughs> like, I'll be what? honest. I got one of those emails that's like clearly spam, but when they're like, we want $800 in Bitcoin, or we're going to release these. We took control of your phone's camera, and we've got some footage that we know your friends and family wouldn't want to see. And I was like, eh, I got no shame. <laughs> like, whatever. You're not getting this from me. <laughs> no, I, I, and I got one of those, too. I'm like, what are you going to see? Like, my doofy face? Right, Big right, deal. right. Not like I'm filming myself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know what you think you got, but all right, go ahead. But then I got thinking, I'm like, there are some people that actually do have something. Oh, yeah. So, that would absolutely believe it because it's crap, but they would absolutely believe it and pay whatever it took. Well, part of me believed it because, like, they made it seem like they sent it from within my own email. Yeah. Now, I'm sure they probably, like, spoofed it or whatever, but I was scared for, like, a day. And then I was like, whatever, I'm nobody. It's like the whole <laughs> Spider-Man thing. You know, it's like, ooh, they took off Peter Parker's mask. Nobody knows who the hell Peter Parker is. He's just some kid. <laughs> you know? He, like, <laughs> he is a best-selling author for webs. <laughs> what? You talking movie or comic? Comic. <laughs> in the comic, in the comic, I forget who was writing at the time or anything, but in the comic, Peter Parker put out a coffee table photo book of all of his Spider-Man pictures called Webs, and it was a New York Times bestseller. Yeah, and he actually he did a book tour person, and everything. With the average person on the subway, if you <laughs> unmask Spider-Man in front of them, they just be like, huh. <laughs> you know, now in this age of camera phones and whatnot, they would have him doxxed by the end of the day, but but still, like that initial shock of like, ooh, we've seen Spider-Man's face, it's just some some dude. Well, it's the uh, I forget if it was Justice League regular Justice League Unlimited when uh, Lex Luthor is in the Flash's body. And he's like, now I'll know the Flash's true identity. Takes off the mask, looks in the mirror, goes, "I have no idea who this is." Yes, I remember <laughs> that had to be regular because I never finished Unlimited, but like I have seen that episode, so yeah. Oh, that it's fantastic good. joke too. Oh yeah. Sorry, something outside sounded like something hit a car, but my car's oh. in the garage, so. I'll be selfish. Something, something hit a car or a car hit something. I don't know. There's a story there either way. I well, it's also it's like trash is picked up in the morning as we're recording here, so a lot of trash is outside, which means the scrap dogs are driving around. Oh. So a lot of them have their little trailers on the back that when it hits a bump, all the metal in it shakes. Yeah. Sounds awful. I'm glad you knew what I meant by scrap dog too. <laughs> Oh yeah, I we have those guys. We only have like one, but like I, I kind of wish I could be out there with him. I wanted, a, I want a truck <laughs> just so I can haul crap off people's yard. I had this is so many years ago. Um, not a scrap dog, but it worked for something for the something for recycling. I I forget what wasn't quite a scrap dog, but wasn't quite recycling either. You know, somewhere in between. I get a text at like seven in the morning from the guy's wife because he was a neighbor. Right. Hey, check your porch. I'm like, what in the hell? And I'm thinking there's like a stray cat outside or, you know, like someone stole my mail or like I, I'm just like, what in the hell is going on? So I go downstairs and I open up the door, I check the porch and there are two like grocery paper grocery bags full of comics. Oh, nice. Uh, I go, what the hell is this? And she's like, he was out, saw them, said, I know someone wants these. Texted me. I said, drop them off to Kevin. Oh, nice. So, so as he was going through, she's like, they're not supposed to do that. Um, But, you know, they do that. <laughs> right. Right. And I was like, ooh. And she said, it happens all the time. We'll let you know. And that, that was the only time it happened while he was working there. 
it's always good to have people know what you're into. Exactly. All right. What a good segue. Well, see, this is why you're a professional here. Why you've been doing this <laughs> stuff longer than me. Okay. So speaking what we're into, I was talking to the guys earlier today, making our travel plans for when we're going to leave. Um, we are leaving Friday. We have two or three stops to make before we're even in Oaks, Pennsylvania for RetroCon. So I don't think we're getting until late. Um, I'm already exhausted and the weekend hasn't happened yet. I decided to take Monday off of work because I might smart. just need. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just going to need to sleep and recover. Yeah. So I yeah. think I'll, I'll get Declan to school and then pass out um, again. But having never been, I was reading your blog. I was looking at videos and all. And I went to, so I, I sat down and thought about it. When I was like 18, give or take, I didn't know I was going to a convention. And it was a small one. It was like a toy. Con- it was technically a Beanie Baby and toy convention. Girls dating at the time, her whole family was into Beanie Babies. This was like at the height of the craze. Oh, they're billionaires now. Yeah, jeez. So, how'd you let that one get away, <laughs> dude? When McDonald's had the Beanie Baby promotion, we drove around the entire county to every McDonald's. Oh, and man. I think the because you had to get the Happy Meal too. A lot of times you can just get the toy, but not yep. for that promotion. You had to get the whole Happy Meal. I think the limit was like ten per McDonald's. I remember going back to her parents' house was like there were thirty Happy Meals total there. Oh my god! And they just like threw the burgers in the freezer or whatever, which actually thawed pretty well, which is sad. Really? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. The fries are junk. But the oh, burgers, yeah. burgers actually thought all right. Um, but yeah, just to get all the beanie babies there. So we went to the show, and I'm like, all right, I'll go too. You know, I didn't have much cash on me, but I'm like, I'll go. Maybe I'll see it. Because I mean, I was so, you know, tangentially into it. I was like, okay, there's, you know, this one looks kind of cool. If I see that, I'll get it. I'm not worried about it. Um, and then I realized, oh, there's a bunch of comics here too. There's all bunch of back issue bins, some toys, bootleg VHS tapes, um, people signing autographs. And I'm like, oh, this is an actual thing. But I didn't know, so I had no game plan or anything, and I had no money. I went to Scaricon like five or six years ago now, which was down the road at one of the casinos and was a horror-themed one. I found a couple things, but not much. And then I just did that uh, AnchorCon and met up with an educator there, one of my co-hosts from the house show, and hang, hung out. I interviewed people. I saw a lot, but it wasn't. It was a very small one. It was their first time doing it. It was very small. They'll get better. They'll learn. But then I was looking at the floor of previous retro cons. I'm looking at their site where they're saying like 250 vendors. I don't know that I'm prepared for this, and this is small still. Like, I've never gone to uh, San Diego. I got invited to New York one year, but didn't work out. So I've never been to that. Like, Heroes Con's big. Baltimore's big. Like, there's all these ones that are big. I've never been to a big one. So this is going to be my biggest convention. And I don't know how to start there. All right. Well, this is a good good on-ramp to, like, bigger shows. Because it's not... It's... It's a tricky venue. Like, the, it's called, what is it, the East Philadelphia Convention Center, but it's like nowhere near Philly because <laughs> it's in Oaks. And like, it's, it's just. It's like the Anaheim Angels. Yes, yes. And so, like, it's this big center that has, like, a lot of things going on at once. It's almost like, like, a... I don't know, like a convention venue. And usually, like, when there's RetroCon in one part of it, then there's, like, a wine-tasting thing in another part of it. And then there's, like, uh, an anime fest in, like, the third part of it. And all these things are going on the same time, the same day. So you may accidentally end up in the wrong line because you're like, oh, there's some cosplay, and it's Naruto instead of comics, you know? (laughs) So... 
but like the venue itself once you get inside <laughs> you'll feel at home because it's like an indie wrestling show it, it's like <laughs> it's it's like a big gymnasium it's not we're not talking about like carpeted floor convention here we're not talking about like like ritzy accommodations it is just a big open space hardwood floors um folding tables <laughs> like the boots aren't the kind of like convention boots you might see in movies where it'll be like a a, a table dressing and maybe a big background that kind of thing like no nah, these are pretty much just like folding tables you got from home depot and they piled their stuff up on it and tried to make it look the best they could but like in terms of vendors it's all retro stuff but there's a lot of modern stuff too so if you're into like marvel legends or gi joe like the the big thing right now is everything old is new again so it's like if you want masters of the universe they're gonna have the new stuff but they're gonna have the classic stuff too so it's just it, it's lined up in aisles and you really just like walk up and down each aisle looking through the stuff there's old back issues you can go through long boxes there are bins of accessories that you can go through looking to like complete figures if you lost their guns or whatever and then off to the side is where they have like um the costume contest the trivia contest the um karaoke contest and then next to that on the side of the venue is where they have the guests. Um, in the past, they've had like angry video game nerd. Um, like nobody. They had some of the A-team the last time I went. Um, they had Dirk Benedict and um, what, Dwight Schultz. They were there. And they're probably like the biggest names that have been at a retrocon since I've been going. They have I've seen Sergeant Slaughter. And then usually they have voice actors from old cartoons. So like Michael Bell, um the lady who's Jim, who I think you met at AnchorCon, right? Yeah, um, she was fantastic though. Yeah, like she's been there. This year I'm actually looking forward to it because um the greatest American hero. What's his real name? Why have I forgotten his real name? Because this is being recorded. <laughs> He's oh William Cat. He's gonna be there. Um, Terry Kaiser, who was in everything, but most people know him as Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. He's gonna be there. So like I, I definitely plan to like meet both of them. Um, I don't know what pricing will be like because they don't really post that ahead of time, but there'll probably be some sort of like picture autograph combo. And then a lot of the voiceover people, they have their prices because nowadays everybody wants like a podcast bumper or their like voicemail message. So they'll charge you like maybe $30 for that. Um, I've rambled enough, though. <laughs> Ask me questions. <laughs> well, like, the only one I'm really interested in for an autograph is Matt Cardona's going to be there. Um, Who is, he used to be known as Zack Ryder in WWE, and he's the one that hosts the toy podcast. Right, 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 right. Um, and it, yeah, but it totally makes sense for him to be there, but I'm like, I have nothing for him to sign. I, well, maybe I might have a DVD that I could get signed. I do have a figure of his girlfriend, his fiance, and I was like, that might be funny to get him signed. That wait, who's his fiance? Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. What she, is that? Her wrestling name? Both wrestling and real name. She was right. in NXT for a while. She was in Impact for a long time as the hot mess. She came out in like her bridal dress and makeup all screwed up and everything because she got ditched at the altar. <laughs> And, it, and she snapped. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, another thing about conventions is you don't have to bring anything. Like, these people know why they're there, so they usually bring stuff to sign. It may not be, like, the thing that you want, like the DVD or whatever, but he'll at least have, like, 
an eight by ten or something, you know? Yeah. Like it's not your responsibility to bring stuff for them because they know what the deal is. Well, all right. So speaking of bringing something though, one of my thoughts is do I need to bring, like, should I bring my messenger bag, have something to carry stuff in as I buy it during the day? Oh, but, yeah, I mean, definitely. I, like, I don't know how much I'm buying. I'm seriously, man, I was talking, uh, to my local comic shop earlier today when I went in to pick up my books, I said, do you guys got a ton of short boxes? Yeah, we got a ton. Why? I said, I might buy one just to bring an empty box down to this convention. So not that I'm going to carry a box around the convention, but when I pop back into the room or the vehicle or whatever, I can put all this stuff somewhere. Right. And right. keep it safe. Um, Definitely bring... See, you're more into comics, so I guess the messenger bag is best. I was going to say backpack is better because anything with any kind of like width to it isn't going to work so well in the messenger bag. Like I've done both and I've pretty much switched to backpack only for conventions because you just don't know how big something's going to be when like when you buy it and you don't want to be walking around with like handfuls of like kroger bags which is what they give you at the booths when like you buy something from them you know so definitely you want to bring a bag um the short box is a good idea if you like leave it in the car you don't want to i made that mistake at baltimore the last time they had it because i bought like Within 10 minutes of getting into the convention, I found a table that was like, fill a short box for $50. And oh, like, God. They were the very first table. <laughs> so, luckily, I had a friend who was manning a booth for his own publisher um, that he let me stash the box behind his table because otherwise I was going to have to walk around all day carrying a short box. And that is not fun when they're full. No. No. And I mean, like, granted, we both know people there, but that I don't think I know anyone with a booth. Right. You know, like I might, I might run into someone that's like, oh, my vehicle's right outside. I might be able to pull that one off and then switch up later, you know, but yeah, I definitely don't want to be carrying it around. Well, okay. So, Right now, I'm thinking maybe bringing a messenger bag and a backpack might be a yeah, good idea. Messenger's good for comics. Backpack's good for bigger. Because yeah. backpack is not good for comics. Because unless they're bagged or boarded, bagged and boarded, they're going to bend when you put like the non-comic stuff in there. <laughs> right. But if I, if I just had comics in the messenger bag and any toys or anything else in the backpack... I might be able to protect that a bit. Exactly. And honestly, like, unless they've changed something, don't go looking for a bunch of comics. There will be comics, but this is primarily a toy show. Toy show and, like, you know, you get those, like, crafting, like, D and D girlfriends <laughs> where they kind of like knit stuff. They, yeah. They they maybe like knit Minecraft things. Like they have tables there, that sort of thing. But I've never seen a heavy comic presence there. See, so well, just to just to prepare your mind. Like maybe it's different this time, but like I just haven't seen that. Especially like it's a it's a busy weekend in like along this coast. So I feel like people's loyalties are going to be divided. I feel like there's a comic show somewhere, but I'm forgetting it. But there's also a monster mania in hunt Valley that same weekend. So most of the horror folks are going there instead of RetroCon when there would have been crossover audience there. Well, I saw, um, because we're both friends with him on Facebook. I don't know if he posted it on Twitter or not. Sorry to blow up your spot if you did. But I saw like Chad was debating on whether or not to go to RetroCon, but Chad's also the type that would definitely go to Monster Mania, depending on how stuff works out. Right. And right. and that's just one person that I could see having that debate. There's numerous other bloggers and podcasters and all that would 
you're absolutely right. I could see having that same debate of I can do one, but I can't do both. Just physically, I can't do both. Because it's like, look at something like the purple stuff guys. They are the ones where it's like, like Matt could be rolling in shit at RetroCon and love every minute of it, but he would also love Monster Mania. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it might, might just depend on your mood that month, you know? Right, right. Because um, I know a lot of people who are still putting off making a decision. And even I, like, I'm going. I don't know when. Like, I, I can't, like, Saturday is the good day, but Sunday is where you get the deals, <laughs> you know? And now they've got the whole thing of, like, oh, this is what you need to know about a convention. <laughs> All the best stuff is bought before the doors even open because the dealers, when they're setting up, they just buy and sell to each other. And they have done this thing with RetroCon this year that if you pre-register, you get in an hour early. So like while the, the little people get in at 10, you get to get in at 9, which means like, all the like the hot button hot ticket items have already changed hands by the time the general public ends up getting in there. And and I've seen that not at a convention, but um doing like a community yard sales, community garage sales, you know, whatever, like where someone takes over a um an arena and they just have, you know, tons of tables set up or whatever. I've seen the people bounce around grab it and bring it to their own booth um educators manning a booth at AnchorCon, and he was telling me that someone came over from another booth saw something that they had there immediately grabbed it and put it up higher at his and he's like whatever i made the money i came here to make for it right if you right. can make more go for it but i made my and, money here and that's how they look at it so it's one of those things like it's great for the dealer it sucks for the fan you know um Especially because, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, he has a point. He's made his money. I just sort of hate that, like, it's not an equal playing field. Especially because at RetroCon, NECA does, like, their, basically their outlet sale. Where, like, all the stuff they couldn't sell throughout the year or whatever, they bring there on, like, pallets to sell. And that stuff never makes it to their booth. <laughs> like there there are dealers who wait outside and buy the stuff as it's being unloaded from the truck well uh, now would it also depend on what you're looking for too i mean like for me what i'm looking for is not something that people are you know these dealers are also looking to grab to scalp or or you know sell for an inflated price or have an opportunity for like all right, comics alone. Um, I'm looking for new Warriors ones I don't have, or West Coast Avengers. No one's giving a shit about that for dealers first thing in the morning. True. You know, True. like whatever Although, price that. There's that one fan, Speedball sixty nine, right now. You're an ass. Plotting. <laughs> He's plotting what they're gonna get at RetroCon. They're making a list as we speak. You're an ass. <laughs> Listen, one, because we haven't talked about it yet. Uh the new the new Warriors pilot images. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw him because I follow the showrunner on Twitter. So like I, I saw him as he was tweeting them. Cause the first appearance of Speedball shot up when the show was originally announced to like a hundred dollars. Um, it's settled back down to twenty now. <laughs> And no, I did not buy it again for a hundred. <laughs> I have three copies of it. <laughs> Need a fourth. Um, but wow, she looks fantastic as Squirrel Girl. Yeah, yeah, she does. She looks amazing. Um, but then with all the other stuff announced, I was like, okay, so did Speedball go up again? No, Squirrel Girl shot up again though, which is expected. I kind of wish I bought that. And then I'm looking at what else is going crazy. Uh, second, third run, whatever. Uh, the most recent West Coast Avengers series, right? Random issues shooting up now. You know why? Why? Jeff the Shark. Oh, right. What? So, what? Why is Jeff somewhere? 
Like, did, is he in the Mar- movies or something? No. Well, they're expecting it to start. Marvel has their digital thing now. Like, um, not not unlimited. They're calling it something different, but pretty much like there's a few comics that are going to go up weekly, and there's going to be a Jeff the Shark one, just looking cute, having little adventures. Oh. So now the first appearance shot up, which means there's probably a good chance. I mean, that's an easily marketable character. That's stuffed animals. That's toys. That's something cute in a movie. Like, that's easy. That's happening soon. Right. So I, people are grabbing it now. I just, I don't know. I'm an old man. But anytime something digital is announced, I'm like, eh, I'll get it when it's collected. <laughs> because that's the way I feel with the the Substack stuff that's going on. And that's how I feel with the Marvel stuff. Like everything that's digital first, it's eventually collected and I'll just get it then. Cause I just, I can't keep up with all this online stuff. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm rearranging the apartment now to have it be, you know, my stuff and my art and my collections and my things. And yeah, part of me is looking going, okay, some of the stuff I can get rid of. Like, some of the stuff now that I see it all out in the open, I don't need. But it doesn't mean I need it digitally. It means, like, okay, maybe I don't need this random, you know, independent comic run here that I've never read and don't care about. Right. You know, uh, geez, now that I go through my DVDs, uh, somehow I have two or three of this thing that I, you know, don't even remember buying once. Clearly, I can get rid of that. But even though I have, like, every freaking streaming service and I got Comixology and all, I still want my physical ones. They just look oh. cooler and are more fun. It's more oh, interesting. I totally agree. Because, I mean, I, I was a sucker for all those Comixology sales. And, like, on the rare occasion I even turn on my tablet, I'm surprised to see the stuff I bought. I'm like, wow, I have the Age of Apocalypse, like all of it, <laughs> when like yep. I've actually wanted the Omnibus, which is like $125, but I'd still much rather have it than it, than it digitally, because I don't like the digital experience. No, I mean, if I have a review copy, if it's the only, you know, through the library, if it's the only way to get something, um, sure, I'll go ahead and do digitally. But I'm always going to enjoy doing the physical more. I could sit down Wednesday morning and go and get all the new comics, but I'd rather go to my shop and have the conversation and you browse the shelves and just, you, you know, the interaction of it all, even the interaction with just the paper. Right, right. Oh. Um, all right, so you're saying I will find comics, but I shouldn't, ex- I shouldn't go in expecting I'm going to do... A, like I'm going to complete a run or I'm going to find like variants I'm looking for or I'm going to go nuts for dollar bins or anything like that. Like, I think your best bet is probably a dollar box, like a dollar bin. Um, I don't think you're going to complete any runs. I could, but you are looking for something like new warrior. So it's possible, but I just have never seen a heavy comics presence. Like I would say from all of the vendors, maybe like two have had comics. Here's, here's what I'm looking to complete. Cause it's ridiculous right now. I want to complete new warriors and West coast Avengers. Cause that goes back like 30 plus years for when I started comics. And I'm just like, why do I not have a complete run? And sure, I could go on eBay and get the missing issues, but it's the discovery of it that I'm having fun with, though. Right. Um, And I'm trying to do a complete Ultraverse line and a complete uh, New Universe line. Oh, wow. Just because (laughs) no one wants them. Right. But what little... uh, Like, Ultraverse I loved. So I just want a complete run of that. New Universe is just such an oddity. And it's dirt cheap when you find it. I'm like, ah, screw it. Let me just do that. Yeah, I liked DP7. That was like the only thing I read from the new universe. But like, yeah, you can sometimes find like a star brand (laughs) every now and then. But you don't come across new universe too often. No, and, and that's part of the fun of it. Now, if I ever complete all four of these, I have other ones in mind. Um, I want to do Marvel Age complete. That's a hundred and something issues. Uh, 
the Cloak and Dagger series from the 80s, which I think is only like 20 or 30. Um, I want to do Power Pack. I don't know why, just because it's ridiculous. And if I want to go really crazy with another like company line, uh, Cross Gen. Oh, ooh. those are ones you oddly don't find too much. You might find a Scion or a Sigil, but you never find like the fringe stuff like Way of the Rat or those like that was the only one I read because it didn't seem as tied into the cross gen universe. And I didn't feel like buying every book. So like I enjoyed that one because it was the martial arts book, but you just don't find cross gen anymore. No, well, like Route 666 was kind of off to the side, too. And I don't see that anywhere. But also, like, all this stuff, when I find them, they're like 50 cents a dollar. Like, I'm not, you know, the things I'm looking to complete are not expensive books at all. Right, right. I wouldn't, like, even one that's brand new, maybe something important happens or someone debuts. I'm still talking five bucks at the most. (laughs) Right, right. Um, well considering uh, the like the age of the stuff you're looking for and the like fact that it's not necessarily rare you might look out <laughs> at that, like one or two dealers with the comics now are there random like magazines too or kind of the same level for the comics kind of the same level for the comics um you're gonna find like it's primarily toys so there's like like I'm doing my mental hologram of the floor. <laughs> you come in and there's like a G.I. Joe guy to your left. And then to your right is where they give you raffle tickets. They sell you like the admission behind that guy tends to be a Transformers Power Rangers guy. And behind that is the Hot Wheels guy. And then in the back corner is the snack bar with like the $7 hot dog. <laughs> stuff like that um and then you just get into just the vintage stuff you'll see like a boxed flag there's always a gi joe flag that like somebody ends up buying at the end of the weekend um you'll see like a boxed castle grayskull things like that and um yeah, the magazines, they're pr- they're pretty much in the same bag as the comics. Like they will be there, but not there's not a lot of it. Okay. So let's let's go to the toys then cuz I I'm of two minds for my toy collecting right now. Okay. One, I'm going with female figures for anything modern just to like not go nuts for it. And not even all of those. Just like, oh, it's a female one, and it's a really cool-looking one for whatever reason. Let me go ahead. Um, WWE, I grabbed the new Becky Lynch one. Because I like Becky Lynch. I, but I left the Liv Morgan one on the shelf. I'm like, I'm not that big fan. Someone else can have it. Right. Um, I grabbed uh, the new Masters of the Universe Revelation. Uh, they had an evil Lynn. That looks really cool. And after I watched the show, I really wanted that one. Uh, a couple Marvel Legends, but I'm being careful overall. Like, I have to actually care about a character, and I'm trying to do just the female ones as well. So it's more of a hunt, too, because they're still short-packed. Um, I did see the Mar- the, uh, the WWE Elite line. There are two previous Becky Lynch's. I was like, okay, I'll probably end up... Like, if I saw those, I would grab them. Right. Um, there's a lot of Marvel Legends. If I saw, I saw a Typhoid Mary one today which is actually like I'm looking for her first appearance. I'm not expecting to find that at the show, but like that's what I'm looking forward to. Cause I, that was one of the first comics I was into when I first started reading them and the box was all banged up to hell. I'm like, I'm not spending 25 bucks on, you know, a shitty version of this. Oh yeah. Especially because that's one of the worst Marvel legends. <laughs> Like, I don't know what it was. Her body doesn't use the standard tooling. It feels basically like a 90s Toy Biz figure. I'm not quite sure how it ended up in the Legends line. Like, I have it, and it's very disappointing. So do not pay $25 for that. No, and it, it, it's disappointing me because I want her in her original 80s John Romita Jr. art Daredevil costume. Not 
you know, like her later on as a mutant ones when that's what that toy is. But I I still kind of want one, though. Um, So there's there's ones I'm going to do like that. I actually uh, at Ollie's, I found White Rabbit, the same one that you sent to me loose, but in a package, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So I got both of them set up now. (laughs) Nice. I was like, I really like it loose, but now I got it in package too, and it kind of looks cool to have both, which is not a road I should go down for all the figures. I definitely don't need to be getting two of these. <laughs> right, right, but I, I've fallen into that trap. <laughs> all right, so knowing the Marvel Legends then, knowing the female ones, like I didn't care about the Spider-Woman one. I saw that. I'm just thinking of ones I've seen recently. The Jean Grey one with the Sugar Man head looks awful because it's all Sugar Man head. Right, she she uh, barely fits in the package. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm not getting that, but I I was debating the boom boom one if I see that. Right. So I do kind of like her as a character. Um, unfortunately, like New Warriors and West Coast Avengers ones just don't have Marvel lines. You know, Marvel Legends. If you told me there's a Firestar Marvel Legends, I'd be looking for it the whole show. There is. There is. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. No, for real. Like she, she. I don't know if it's her new warriors costume because I don't really know that team. But um, the packaging is more indicative of her Spider-Man and his amazing friends appearance because the background of the package is like apparently the computer console or whatever that like rotates that they go change behind. Somebody told me about it, but there is a Firestar. There are actually quite a few new warriors, because I'm looking at mine right now. There's Rage, there's Night Thrasher, there's Nova, there's Dark Hawk, and there's Firestar. So really, Speedball is the most notable, like, one missing. She comes with Miss Lion. Yep. Damn it. I'm buying that. (laughs) Hard to say. I'm buying that one. Um, and Speedball is the big rumor for next year. Uh, during the most recent Hasbro um talk video, whatever, they said that there are two figures that have never had a Toys Biz figure, have never had a Hasbro figure, and were in that classic '91 trading card set. Yeah, I I, I watched it, and it I, is, yeah. I was too lazy to pull out the cards. <laughs> I was like, someone else will do this work for me. There's, there's five or six characters that fit the bill, but then they're like, well, what about the team pictures? Do those count? And I'm like, oh my god, now we're really going down a rabbit hole. If you're saying individual cards, like an individual character, there's only five or six that match that, Speedball being one of them. Sleepwalker's one, too, and I could totally see him getting a figure. Yeah, that's just a cool design. Take that much tooling. No, it's just a cool design. Um, damn it! All right, so I'm buying Marvel Legends now. So there's the backpack. <laughs> I I was debating um when they came out. Someone talked me out of buying the Rage and the Night Thrasher ones. Um, I am not in a responsible place right now, and I said <laughs> that I I will behave after the show and after the wrestling. But it's entirely possible I'll get a Night Thrasher in Rage 2 and do a new Warriors collection. <laughs> yeah, totally. And there's there's a new Nova, which is actually how he looked in New Warriors. Because yeah. the Nova I have is like his Annihilation look. But there's like a Walgreens exclusive Nova that is like 90s Nova that just started hitting stores. So I'm sure he'll be there, but they'll probably scalp him at about like 30 because he's 24 if you get him in the store. I I have been popping into my local Walgreens just to look and see lately too. Yeah, because he and Quasar are like the... They were supposed to ship separately, but they got bunched up because of like COVID. So they're both hitting stores now. Now, what about the older, the vintage, the retro figures? Because I was looking at pictures of that, and every booth, I'm like, that is a dangerous path. I'm seeing booths full of G.I. Joes. And when we got older, um, I forget what deal we decided on, but we, my brother and I agreed, because he was the bigger G.I. Joe fan, that he got all the G.I. Joes. It didn't matter if it was, quote, mine or his, because we played together the whole time when we were growing up. 
but he took all of them. So there's ones I'm like, oh my god, if I had that G.I. Joe still. But that's a dangerous path to go down. I'm seeing all the Star Wars ones. I still have a lot of my Star Wars toys. I'm like, oh god, that's not a good one. The He-Man stuff. So then part of me is like, okay, what do I want to do? Well, then you got the people like, oh, here's a variant for it. Here's the paint is different. Here's the back of the, you know, do you want it on the card or off the card? Oh, my God. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I want to do if I even want to start one of these. So then I got thinking maybe I should do one that's small. Had like one or two runs. Not that expensive. People aren't going crazy for, but, you know, could be fun to look for. And, and I could enjoy for a few years trying to complete it. Right. So here, here's what I came up with. And I'm not sure I'm doing this. Just a thought. There was an Ultra Force line for the, t- for the cartoon. Right. So there's like, I don't know, 10, 12 figures total. Like, not that bad. And those are not expensive at all. I watched the animated series last year, two years ago, for Retro Network. And it's terrible, but it's fun terrible. But the toys are really nice. So I'm debating the Wildcats run. Because those toys are actually really pretty. And also not Ooh. that expensive. Right. And if I want to go nuts for older figures, and they'd have to be loose. But damn it, I saw some on uh, the some of the RetroCon, the previous ones, the previous videos and all. Bionic 6. You indeed. I, I, I don't know where I was. I never heard of this show before. <laughs> like I I I know nothing of it. And Dean loves Bionic Six. He even he's cosplayed as like one of the villains at RetroCon. And Dr. I just kind of Yeah, the bald guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he and I just kind of nodded and smiled because I've never heard of the show. Like I was watching a Toy Galaxy video recently that explained the bionic six and it's got like a cool theme song and everything but that just passed me by but aren't the toys like die cast or something they're basically like gi joe articulation but better construction yeah and uh, that's exactly right it's like gi joe equivalent size construction but heavy like flat out die cast metal heavy like you you feel the weight of it as you're picking it up and um, there's a couple that are different sizes. That Dr. Scarab one's different size. They have a monkey robot sidekick thing that's heavier and all. But the theme song's great. It's fantastic. It is such a, like, C or D level down. Like, okay, everyone remembers, you know, G.I. Joe and Transformers. But then this Bionic 6 is, like, C or D level down. Like, you need to really have been doing nothing but sitting in front of the TV or done a deep dive as an adult into the 80s cartoons and franchises. No official DVD release. Tons of bootlegs, though. Barely replayed anywhere. Like, maybe they did a Cartoon Express replay at some point. But, you know, it's probably been a good 30 years since it played anywhere. No one's done anything with the rights. I have, who is it, David Gallagher, maybe, I think, comic writer on Twitter, has flat out said he has tried multiple times to get the rights or get it published, like, to just do a six-issue comic series, and no one will. Like, whatever toy company owns it just doesn't want to do anything with it. Um, But I think that's why I love it. Like, I have this memory of it. I remember really enjoying the cartoon. I remember getting into it. I only saw the toys, like, once or twice in my life at, like, a Woolworth or something like that. And then never again. And it just seems like this weird enigma that would be fun to find. Online, like, as an adult right now, I'm like, I could afford these. I'd have to plan for it. I couldn't, like, go nuts and buy them all at once. But I could do, like, you know, one every so often and actually, like, buy up the entire line, probably more so than, like, buying the flag, you know, or something crazy like that. Loose are not that bad either. I'm like, I will probably, I could probably find a good loose one there that I wouldn't feel crazy buying. Right. And, I mean, that's where Dean has gotten most of his. Like, he has a list every year, and he's been chipping away at Bionic 6 since I've been going. And I've been going since, like, 2012. (laughs) So, like, you can definitely find them there. So what are you going for, then, there? 
like what are what are the things you're trying to complete or look for or discover or do you just kind of let the wind take you <laughs> i just let the wind take me especially because it's not a comic show if it was a comic show like i have a list that i keep updated of like the holes in the collection and like the things i'm looking for but when it comes to toys like retrocon is kind of like going to a yard sale you don't know what you're gonna find so you just kind of like let the wind take you make sure you got money and don't do anything you'll regret <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you mean that like at the show at the booths or after hours? Oh, at the booths. I've never hung around. Like they they have that whole Cybertronic Spree concert, which whatever. Cybertronic Spree, they dress up like Transformers and they sing songs from the eighties Transformer movie soundtrack. It sounds cute like once, but like like people repeatedly go to this show. They're always there. They're there every year. And they perform at this place called Arnold's, which is like around the corner from the convention. It's like a family fun center. And like that's what people do. They go eat dinner and they go see the Cybertronic spree. And I just that's when I go home. So, so I don't know if there's any real nightlife, but it's a two day show. I've always said it doesn't deserve to be a two day show because it's not. <sighs> again this is like me talking about the indie wrestling thing i'm a snob in the sense that there's a difference between a convention and a show like there's a comic convention which is like at like a convention center and it's huge and they have panels and they have guests and they have dealers and vendors and then there's a comic show which is in like a Marriott ballroom where it's a bunch of like retailers along the East coast who brought a bunch of long boxes that they're trying to like get rid of their back issues. And so with that kind of comparison, RetroCon is a show. It's not a convention and a show doesn't have to be two days. They're just really stretching out a good thing. Now, I mean, like I said, the deals happen on Sunday because people don't want to take all that stuff back home. But I've yet to really see them program it to make it worth staying the weekend. I know Dean makes it a weekend thing. This is like him going to Mecca. Like he will he plots this all year. He goes, he spends the night. He does the second day. He does the costume contest. That's not me. Like I can be in and out in a day. I don't think they, I don't think it's a two day show yet. See, and we're, we are doing that. Um, like I said, we're heading down Friday, but we have a lot of stops to make along the way. So I don't know what time we're getting in. My guess is late. Um, show Saturday, concert Saturday, Sunday, part of us doing all this stuff Friday. We were going to do it Sunday on the way back. And then we thought we're cramming way too much into Sunday. Right. To go back to the show to get the deals we're looking for, to do another trip through and then make multiple stops on the way home on a Sunday too, when a lot of places close earlier. Right. That's just too much. But if we hit all that Friday and then Sunday we can just enjoy it and be more leisurely, that's probably a better way to do it. So that's how we're gonna set it up. Um you mentioned how like Dean has stuff plotted out. That was one of my questions is because a lot of times I'll go to stuff and I'll walk around first. Let me walk around. Let me see the booths. Let me see what's going on. Let me kind of price compare and then let me shop. Right. Now, the danger for that is one, I, I might waste an hour or two just walking around. I haven't bought anything yet. Two, though, inevitably there's going to be something I saw at the start that when I go back for is gone. Exactly. And then I'm going to be pissed. But so there really is. You got to think about do you want it that badly? Right, because there is also logic to walking around and figuring it out. Like, all right, I spent twenty for this toy at this booth, and then I find it an hour later a different booth for ten. Right. Well, all right, should I have waited or? (laughs) Yeah, you run that risk. Um, you just kind of got to know: is it a price you're willing to pay and you won't regret? Like, if I've jumped on things a lot, that's like the story of my life. Like, buy it because you don't think you'll see it again, and then you see it later on and it's cheaper. But at least you got it. (laughs) Just make sure you don't spend more than you were comfortable spending. 
Now, in, in all your going to the show, like you said, for how many years, what would you say is your biggest find and your biggest miss? Oh, I don't even know. Or, or even if you don't want to say biggest, like I'm, I'm still so happy I found this, and I'm still so upset that I either missed this or spent too much, or, or whatever it might be. Like a, one positive and one negative. You know what's funny is like I have like a memory in that like I can look at something and tell you like where I got it and the story behind it. I can't remember a single thing I've gotten from RetroCon that stood out. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's really sad when you think about it. I mean, they were things that I needed at the time and I was content with like maybe some loose Marvel legends that I'd been searching for, but I've never had, there's been stuff that's been cool to see like hall of justice or flag or that sort of thing but they're not things i would ever buy you know what i mean so it's cool retro retrocon is great from a museum perspective because there's just all these things you've heard of before but never thought you would see but in terms of what i actually buy i buy a lot of little things instead of like one big grail piece so that's why i can't really look to anything as like wow this was an amazing find because usually i bought like a figure to complete a line or a power ranger that i never got back in the day that kind of thing so yeah nothing comes to mind like i've got all the pictures and crap online but like i just haven't had that find yet so maybe that's this year maybe now and 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 i'm sure i'm gonna do a haul video or post or whatever and go crazy with it um this being a i'm i'm gonna guess it's probably a a male dominated uh vendor and um shoppers thing for it now you've seen be go nuts for variant covers and all and things like yeah. that. I'm going to guess that I should just buy whatever I want and no one's going to care. And I should not feel embarrassed at all. <laughs> oh no, don't feel it. Those guys are just <laughs> there to make money. They're not judging you and you're just there to like get what makes you happy. So don't worry about that. Now I will say this is, this is no judgment, but um, when I was at anchor con, for the first time in my life, I saw the body pillow cases um, of random anime girls front and back. I haven't seen that before. You have? Like oh, heard, yeah. I've heard of it, but never seen it in the wild. Yeah, I didn't realize they were front and back. Yeah. So which, whichever part of the body you want to curl up with, you have. And I yeah. thought, that's my line. <laughs> That's my. I I got pretty posters. I got pretty comics. I have pretty toys, but I'm not sleeping with them. <laughs> That'll be my line there. Everyone has their line. They just gotta <laughs> know it when they see it. All right, and last thing, then I'll let you go for it. Um. So, what should I do when I turn the corner and see you? Should I be polite? Should I run up and scare you? Should I pick you up from behind? you can do whatever you want to (laughs) do it'll just be good to finally see you i i'm half debating posted a picture of what i'm wearing so in case anyone's looking for me they can spot because honestly how i look you know middle age and balding and glasses and all there's gonna be a lot of other guys that look exactly the same there oh yeah you'll be you'll be undercover (laughs) I I will stick out like a sore tail. You're an ass. Excuse me, classic, and the three black geeks guys. <laughs> like, Wait, is classic going? I don't think so. I oh, I don't think so either. From him, like I was gonna check in, but like I feel like I would have heard by now because we used to go together. So like. 
And last time I went by myself, which sucks because that's like a four-hour drive. But, yeah, I don't think he's coming this year. Let me, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think anyone's posting anything. We are still friends. We barely post on Facebook lately. Yeah, he, he just, he's living his life. He's not online as much anymore, so. God no, no, no. Him. Yeah, yeah, I got nothing against that or anything, but it was just like, holy shit, that would have been a cool person to run into, too. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's the thing, it's like, they're the people that you know are gonna be there, like Gross and Dean and Meister Shake, like, the ones I see, like, every year, but then they're the ones that, like, will surprise you. Or, or, or like Jordan, Jordan will be there. But then like, there's ones like you, this will be your first one or like Adam, you know, like, so there's always new people to like glom on to. It's just nice to put faces to screen names. Well, that's not the, like, cause I saw you, who was it? You, Dean, a couple other people had a picture of, uh, all going out to dinner or lunch or whatever together. Yeah. Um. And, and so I said to Matt and Matt, I'm like, listen, I don't know how stuff is going to break down, but like, we'll probably end up being up with people. And they're like, that's fine. You know, they said, uh, you know, you having been doing this for, you know, a dec over a decade, you got more connections and you know more people. But like, yeah, sounds good. Like, they're excited to meet a lot of these people, too. And they've only been in this world like a year and a half now. Right. Yeah. No, we always go to lunch. Um, it varies. Sometimes it's cheeburger, cheeburger. One year, my friend made us go to Chinese, which was a terrible idea. <laughs> but like, we we always do lunch, and then like, we tend to do dinner. But it depends on how close we are to that Cybertronic spree show starting, because Dean sees it every year. <laughs> I, I well, I know we're going to that. I know Jason, his crew was going to it. Um, so I, I know there's a commitment for that concert and a, and a hard time for that one. Um, I'm also thinking you bring up the Chinese and you know wherever everyone goes, I might not have control over. I think I'll bring some Pepto and some antacids with me, just to have it. <laughs> yeah, just to have it. I'm too old. <laughs> But yeah, there's there's not a whole there's not a whole lot around there. There's just like this strip mall that's outside the parking lot. So it's typically cheeburger, cheeburger. It's, it's so nice they named it twice. So nice they named it twice. Let's hope it's still in business. <laughs> sure, we'll figure it out. Maybe there maybe you know after hours parties at the hotel and stuff. Sure, it'll be a crazy scene. <laughs> I can't even oh get that God. straight. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't even imagine what... Because the problem with RetroCon, especially, is like, it's your typical, oh, you haven't been to a lot of conventions, so you might not be used to this phenomenon, but like, dork guy, smoking hot girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like that it's almost like going to ikea if you ever want to hit on women who are hot who already are in relationships go to ikea <laughs> same thing with a comic convention just the most ghastly man you've ever imagined with a smoking hot girlfriend and you just you, you just don't know how that happened it's either money or humor yeah yeah or i got they like to game together. Maybe. Maybe. Never know. <laughs> Never know. But all right. Well, I will let you go for this evening, though. They, well, morning for everyone listening. Thank you so much for being here. You know, where can people see your pictures of RetroCon previous years or if you put any up this year? Oh, well, first, thank you for having me. It's good to sort of get in the retrocon mindset. Work's been pretty crazy, so I haven't even like gotten my head together that this thing is coming up in a week. So this was nice to shift gears. Um, if you want to see my pictures and thoughts on retrocon, um, you can go to westweekever.com and search for retrocon <laughs> and <laughs> you will find all that stuff and more okay and if will brought you to see my stuff to listen to my voice view my blog check out masslibrary.com at mass library across most social medias 
and uh, I'll do YouTube stuff, videos, this podcast, other podcasts on the Retro Network, a lot of things out there. And I don't know, maybe I'm still debating if I want to like mess with business cards at RetroCon or if I just want to enjoy myself as a fan. I'll figure it out in the next week. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Next week, me and the guys are planning on talking about our own plans for RetroCon and our plans of attack you heard a little bit of what i'm thinking of for this but by next week i'll have 20 different thoughts i'm sure it'll be very interesting here what the guys are going to be looking for as well and uh conversations have already been had of what they expect from me at this convention so you'll hear all about that next week and the week after will be another hype episode, another interview one for New York Championship Wrestling. Looking forward to that one. And I'm taking someone with me to the next show. I'm going to take someone to his first wrestling show. So that'll be interesting to talk about. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you later.